Hello! Welcome to another episode of the WLC Podcast, hosted by me, Wendy Lloyd Curley, a consultant and leader in direct sales. The goal of this podcast is to help consultants and leaders in direct sales and party plan to be more confident, professional, and confident in their business. And yes, I said confident twice. It's available on my team's online training portal, or you can subscribe on iTunes. I like to start my podcasts with a one breath meditation for all of us to take a big deep breath in through the nose and out through the mouth. Okay, here we go. Okay, well that was wonderful. Welcome to the podcast and this is the third in a series. So the first, uh, this series is about business confidence. It's my true belief that when we are confident in ourselves, we will be better consultants and when we have confidence in our business model, we will indeed have true confidence and success. So let me explain to you what parts one and two were about in case you've missed those. I really do hope that you'll go listen to them because I babble on about both of those issues um, uh, for a few minutes. And I think that it's good background to this third one. But the first one was all about the costs, expenses, and strategies associated with a retail sales environment. And part two was about the strategies and expenses and and considerations that you need for direct selling. And before I go into the comparison of the two, I would like to admit that there are other selling models. There's telemarketing, there's online sales, uh, there's other distributions that make combinations of all of these. But for the purposes of this presentation, I'm going to be comparing the retail to the direct sales. And let's go ahead and get started with that. Strategically, and again, I just need to remind you that I'm talking about why does a company decide to sell through direct sales versus selling through bricks and mortar? Certainly, they are both after the same thing, aren't they? They're after the maximization of profit. They're looking for the best way to invest their money into this business and get the most money out of it. So why would someone choose one way and someone would choose another? And the real answer to that lies in the differentiation of the product and whether or not word of mouth and direct communication is going to be a more cost effective as well as effective way of getting the point across. In other words, the companies that choose to use direct sales often have products that need to be more highly differentiated from the status quo, from the standard products. These companies have come up with something special. They have something that is innovative and that requires the personal touch and the personal explanation. Let me talk about the Kirby vacuum cleaners for a minute. Vacuum cleaners that were sold door to door, instead of having the people go to the store to buy them, the salespeople used to come to the house to sell them. And the reason was that it was too good to believe. The quality of the product was second to none. And by going into the house and 
showing and demonstrating to the people who lived there how good the product was, they were more effective at selling them. That was the beginning of a culture of door-to-door sales, which was a beginning of direct sales. And then taking advantage of the fact in a party plan environment that you could actually have the person who lived in the house bring other people to the house in order to spread the word is the way that it evolved into a party plan business. And the fact that it also enabled people to become small business owners in their own right while changing the cost structure of the business at the top is what made it a highly effective sales model. So number one, there was a product that was better than most that were available. And number two, it needed a direct word of mouth and a direct demonstration to prove that there was a difference between the status quo and the great product. And three, there was an opportunity to change the cost structure and to make it a more effective sales model for the company overall. These things added up to a really smart sales model. And it enabled the business itself to invest in product development and to invest in marketing and sales commissions. And the sales commissions would be given in a higher value to the distributors because the distributors were only going to be paid when they sold something. Now think about that as a difference between a store and a direct seller. A store needs to pay its employees whether they are selling or not. They need to pay them to be there to open the store. They need to be there to pay them to get trained. They need to pay them to wait for people to come in. They need to pay them all the time when they're working for the company. Whereas a direct seller does not need to do that at all. A direct selling company only pays the salespeople when the salespeople have hit the submit button and the sale goes through and they don't care how long it took that sale to take place. So the efficiencies in selling have to be found by the seller themselves and the employer has to generate that themselves. So the differences between an employee relationship and an entrepreneurial relationship. I hope that makes sense to you because it's so exciting to me to know that every single time that I sell something, I'm an entrepreneur. I'm selling my own products and I'm creating my own efficiencies to make it worth my while. Do I still do the training that the employees need to do in the other store? Yes, but I'm doing them to gain efficiencies in the way I do my business. And you know what? The company is happy because I'm investing in myself rather than them having to invest in me. Additionally, when I'm in a party plan environment, which I work in a party plan environment, I am able to reward the hosts, the people who invite people to their homes, I am able to reward them with products and credits that are provided from the marketing budget of my direct selling company. Think about this. Instead of having to advertise the store that they have spent all the money in setting up, my company can instead spend all of their money 
helping me make the party itself more attractive to the host and therefore we can reward the host for providing the audience in the direct selling environment. That is where the marketing dollars go into the hosts, into the consultant base and that is a key difference between party plan environment and the direct selling environment. So, so, so far we've talked about two. The products generally have a, a value proposition that is different than what can be sold in a store because they have a great qualities to them. And two, the marketing budget can be spent differently because it's spent only when products are sold. Very important elements. The third reason is altruistic. Entrepreneurial spirit. A company is not going to do this unless they make money out of it. But a direct selling company absolutely has a mission and a vision of creating successful business owners in a geography. Whether that geography is the globe or whether that geography is a country or even a city. And it's a really, really positive element of the party plan and direct selling business because they create successful businesses underneath them. And that brings this series to a close. It's not the last time that I'm going to talk about the confidence in the direct selling business or where they come from, but it's a really good overview for you of the differences in a business model and why a business would select direct sales. I'm hoping that it is the beginning of your journey to feel a confidence in the direct selling industry that will enable you to grow yours and develop your success. And that's it for this week. This is Wendy Lloyd Curley, and you've listened to another WLC podcast. Thanks for listening. See you next time.